When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Jay here for Stratford Paddock. This is the Paddock Podcast, and we've got the absolute titans of the Manchester United fan base with me. Mr. Joe Smith, how are we doing, brother? Very well, thank you. You good? I'm here to fight. Fight? Yeah. Right, okay. For my life. For the right. For the right. <laughs> to pie. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Fight, 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 for, fight for this love. Fight for this little class song, that, you know. It's mm. underrated. There's so many ways they're they're fighting for. <laughs> yes, love a bit of that. We've also got Ronaldo Brown with us. How are you? There's only one right, Ronaldo. Are you, are you still a bit annoyed at the weekend? Everything about, about the weekend. When that Awobi goal went in, bro, my head went in. His head went in. I can't lie to you. My head went way before that. <laughs> hey, and last but by no means least, we've got Adam McCullough is with us, of course. Bonjour. You good, Maka? Apart from the football side of things? Yeah, all right. Hang yeah. on. That's why you said me and McCullough can't be on like, watch longs that together. And you can't be on watch alongs like the games like that, right? Because it'll just be dead air. Because if we lose half an hour, it'll just be a depression session. If we lose the game, I might might both just leave. Yeah. Yeah. Like you two with someone else might work. We'll we'll work. (laughs) Like us four on a on a watch along would work. But you two on your own will just be silence for twenty minutes. If we lose it. I like it that way. Yeah, I think, I think you get a good response to that. People would appreciate it. People would mm. be like, yeah, do you know what? I'm with you rather than we, sort of. We've banned no. ever since the mukbang conversation that we had that time. Do you remember? I remember that word, but I, what, what, what? We had, we had, it was on. What is about, that again? It was on about half an hour before I watched Cream. And we were just like, talking about nonsense for 30 minutes. Yeah, that's usually what happens when United are doing crap. That's a mukbang. Someone eating food too close to my It was hilarious. It was about 40 I used to look at this video the other way around where United <laughs> were just mint and you just go to the game sometimes you just be chatting because everything's so easy yeah. now it's the other way around sometimes you're chatting because it's so terrible you're trying yeah. to take your mind off it even when the game's on um, you've got the laptop there yeah. so you're handling the comments Getting and the, the chat, chat. get so stuck in hit that like button as well what we're going to be talking about tonight or today Is even it, well as Tenag lost tonight. it Lot, the plot well, the plot the dressing room the fans is at his mind like what is going on why is it so bad why has it been so bad all season and even when things were looking up five wins what was it four wins in a row six wins out of seven the glory the glory is the glory week yeah the glory (laughs) it it still feels like things aren't moving in the right direction if you know what i mean what is going on how do we explain from going from last season to going from this season we've got a good sample size for this year now it's not a blip it's a it's a shocker why is it happening and, yeah. and what can we do to fix it? I mean, can anything be done? I think you might have tweeted it. I tweeted him for that, nothing offensive. About this, the, the fact that Man, uh, Tanag, I think it was you saying about like, looks like he could be losing his mind and it happens to United managers. Yeah. Like, Ma- United managers arrive at the club and they're all right. Like, mm-hmm. Jose was all right and then he was certifiable by the time it ended. Ole was all right for a bit and then he lost the plot. Van Gaal, 
even when he arrived, he was like, yeah, he's full of beans, he's all right. And then by the end, you think he's not well. It's a Rooney thing about Van Aal at the end. No, no, I'm not saying that. Talk to me what did you do. It made me a bit sad, man. He was just talking about how he was like the day when we sacked him and we were celebrating the FA Cup. So he was told And he just, he goes, Louis Van Aal was like usually loud and getting, you know, speaking with everyone, having a drink with everyone, whatever. And at the FA Cup final party, he was just kind of stood in the corner with his family. And Rooney kind of going, come on, just, you know, I know. Classless. And that, but Classless. Come and enjoy the party while he obviously didn't. You know what? It's sad. Yeah. You know what pissed me off about that as well? Right? There's that, the way we treat Louis van Gaal. And also, Lingard scores the winner. No one really talks about it. No one cared. Because yeah. it's all about van Gaal getting sacked and Jose Mourinho coming in the next day. It's like, he didn't even get the chance to revel in the fact he scored a winning goal in the FA Cup final. No. Like, Lee Martin had 30 odd years of it. Fair enough. But Lingard had like half an hour. Yeah, before all the like talk was about. We didn't get to celebrate that FA Cup final. No, at all, really. you were saying that earlier, yeah. weren't you? Yeah, like it wasn't like like it should be because it was all like, oh, it just became about Van Gaal going and Jose Mourinho coming in. It was a, it was a bit, yeah, it was a bit shabby that by the club. What are the comments saying anyway about? Um, um, no, go on, go on. Are you going to just get some of the comments? Yeah, I like the fact that you, you, confident enough to tell me. Not on the comments, because you were saying about whether Tanat's given a vibe of almost like he's lost his head a little bit. Because I kind of I agree in, in an instance of I think his manage I've said it a few times I think his management's looking a little bit desperate. Right. Do you okay. know what I mean? No. And I, I I said it to you earlier. I said it to you earlier. It's almost like you know when you're 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 Bristol's. I said it when you're Bristol City gaffer and you're like twentieth place in the table and at that le- level of football your job's on the line week in week out and you don't care about how you play or style. It's just about can I get a result this weekend to prolong my time in the job. Yeah. And I, that's the vibe that I get from the the way that Ten Hag's managing week in, week out. And it, and the, the writing was on the wall from the moment he said that he felt like he can't play his philosophy and his football in his way. So what he's he's done is he knows he's under pressure. He knows that there's been a huge change. He's had all these issues with players, etc. And he knows that we're pretty much not putting in good performances week in, week out. And he's just relying on, can we shit out a result and win? And can I survive to the <coughs> following week? Because it has to be because we, we we played Luton last week and they had almost sixty percent possession and that, that can't be that's oh, intentional. Yeah. So what he's thinking is he's playing the likes of Fulham, Luton, Forest, and he's thinking, I don't mind making this a bit of a basketball game because I think we might we just about have better individuals that will end up winning the game at the end of it and that's how we've won in the so last five or six. Beca- but do you think that's because he doesn't think this team is capable of playing the tactics that he wants to? Why, why, why is he willing to make it a basketball game? Because he never used to. That, that was never his, his theory up until now. Yep. Why do you think he's willing to do that now, if he is? I've I, I not. Because what I said, I think he thinks that if I've got players like Rashford, Garnacho and Hoyland, Quick, got Bruno, who's not really known for ball retention, but for more for creating opportunities. And he's thinking, can I win on like, transition? I'll make the game kind of stretch. It suits my players more. That, because he probably thinks he can't control it. But then again, as I'm saying, if that's not your philosophy as a manager, for you to go away from that because you feel like you've gotten a bit desperate, it's, it means that the rank's on well. Because we won five or six games in a row, like you said, but every single victory almost didn't feel like one. And it felt like the Fulham game where we actually have lost, it's, not as, it's almost like it was can coming. Do you know what I mean? It's not, ask, it wasn't a surprise. Can I ask you something then, it? Do you not think like now though, he might be in a position where he's got to do that because he has to win these games and it's too late for him to suddenly start going, right, this is my philosophy, this is the way we're going to play this fo- kind of football that the players I probably aren't used to and it's like, he hasn't got time to watch this develop now because we have to beat 
Forest on Wednesday. We have to not get battered off City. We have to beat Sheffield United or whatever it is, the, the, the game afterwards or whatever we've got coming up. Do you feel like he might have backed himself into a corner a little bit in terms of, I know you're saying Bristol City manager, sweaty from the league or whatever, got to, got to get that result. But it feels like with Tanag, we're almost at that stage where he has to get a result every week or he's going to get sacked. And that's that can be a short-term fix, but it's not for the long-term, do you no. know what I mean? And that's the problem. We're trying to think long-term now. Yeah. Getting these like but short- the But are the owners in the club thinking long-term? Because no every other week really, we're questioning, they? and not just not us in particular, but Manchester United as a fan base, as a club, are questioning: Is he right? Will he last? Will he get sacked? Like, can he actually afford to think long term? Even though we all think, you know, we don't mind a long term project. <clears throat> two or three years, we accept that. But when it's happening, when those two or three years of it not being very good are happening, people don't go give him another eighteen months, no matter what. People want him gone now. No. So yeah, can can he actually play it long term and lose? You know, I don't know, eight of the next fifteen yeah, cause, games. Because when you're thinking short term, it was like in some of the games we've won, we've won a lot of the games recently because of Hoyland's ridiculous form. His form's completely turned around. He's had like a strike rate that's almost not sustainable. And then we've, the buzzword in the podcast last last week was sustainability and whether it was sustainable or not. And then we found out against Fulham now it isn't mm. because is bringing on McTominay um, last five ten minutes to nick a winner when he crashes the box. Is that sustainable? No, it isn't. And then you've got, is Hoyland is scoring 75% of his shots? Is that sustainable? It isn't, do you know what I mean? So we're seeing things where we're winning it's games. Si- it's only 65% actually. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, which is yeah. equally yeah, unsustainable. Equally equally sustainable, yeah. isn't it? But yeah. it's like, we've won games, it's Manchester United, we've got players that cost a lot of money, that, that are expensive. They're not as quite as bad, some of them, as we say they are. And they have individual moments of brilliance that can win us games, mm. but Outside of that, you're not seeing anything positive from how the team or the framework is to see that we're going to have success long term. You might win a game or win two, three games, but then again, you'll lose three, four because there's nothing there in place that suggests that we are going to be good long term. I think there's a, I think there's a decent suggestion that these players just aren't listening to his tactics. There is, there is, I, I we don't we, we don't know. That's the case. There's writings on the wall. Yeah. yeah, you know, I remember you Mac talking over the years like Sevilla. Jose with Sevilla felt like a, a game where it's like this isn't going to end well. Everton against with Oli, you felt like that's a game where you go, you might not get sat now, but I can tell this isn't going to have a happy ending. Like it felt like mm-hmm. a, a moment. Um, have you seen that with tonight? Do you think like you've seen a game where you've thought, no, this isn't going to end well, or you're still holding a bit of hope that you can turn this around? Fulham was a weird one. I, did, I, did, I didn't understand what was going on there. And there's so many, like you're almost expecting him to make the wrong decisions now, which is a shame. Mm. Um, and I think when you look at him last season, he was such, he seems to have everything in control. Like, you know, even even though there were times when the football wasn't good, generally speaking, he was in control. We finished third, we get a, lead, we, we get a trophy, another final. You know, off the pitch, he's dealing with all the issues that come to him. But now it just kind of feels like we're rushing, a, we're just looking around for something to stick. And what I didn't get the other day was, all right, we finally settled on something. Rashford's playing well down the left, Garnacho's in the right. All these things, and one change meant we had to make three changes to the team. And I just didn't get why he did that. Well, like, what, you, what would you what, have what, done? If I would have just played McTominay up top, right, or okay. just play someone in that position. Even We know it's not Hoyland, but I just felt like he changed too much. And then you get Rashford's not performing through the middle, Garnacho's a little bit different on the left. Bruno turned into that. Bruno, we've been that I hate to see you know the one that just drops deep and starts being a whinge and moaning and everything rolling up it's like why are you doing that mm. stick to your position 
hold your head as well. You're the captain. And I just think when you see things like Bruno losing his head and that don't tell, that don't speak, that don't look like control to me. No. You know I mean, nothing screams control at me at the moment. And you've got to be able to control these things, these situations. We seem to just be very emotional as well when one thing goes against us. It's going to be two, three, four, five things. When when we when everything's rosy and everything's going well, yeah, everything you know, everyone's playing well, but there's no one really there to just grab grab it. And I think that comes from the sidelines as well, like having faith in what's going on on the sidelines, having yeah. faith in the tactics. When you're seeing people just dropping out of position, and it, it doesn't scream to me that there's any faith in what's going on. Um, and it, it, if that's the case, and you players aren't playing for him, then it's worse than I thought. Um, what are the comments saying? Yeah, we've got a few. So, um, Big Dog says, I feel like the only fan who still backs Tenag 100%. Think back to our expectations before he signed that he would grow with the club, give him three years minimum. Um, I back him 100%, personally. Um, I back him 100% and I want him to do well. And like that's, I'm not lying when I say that. No, yeah. no, I heard but that. I also go, any of us have just come in. They're, they're making sweeping changes from the top to the bottom eventually they're going to get to this position of, right, what do we do with our manager? Mm -hmm. And I assume that will be at the end of the season. We already did a video, which is going to be out tomorrow about potential options next. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And when you're seeing some of the names being linked, Jesus and all that, it, first it makes you go like that. Also, it makes you think: Sorry. Are they doing their, their, you know, are they having talks behind the scenes to look at potentials? I'd like to see Ten Hag, but you got. You gotta get the results. I think if we if we gave as him a result of business, time. if you're not getting the results, then what? And you know what's you know what's gonna happen? What? Likelihood this week we go out of the FA Cup. I'm being just being serious. Okay. Well, the likelihood 50, is if we go out the go out the cup. Yeah. If we go out of the cup, and this team has nothing to play for because top four is gone. Let's not be stupid. I know you got some notes up there about how top four could still be possible. Top four is gone. Mm. We've lost ten games this season. We're not getting top four, and fifth ain't gonna cut it. So we're not getting top four, so Champions League's gone. I don't think it's possible. It'd be very interesting then, once that last straw of hope of we could win the FA Cup goals, to see how these players start acting. Because then all we've got to play for then is, are we keeping our but manager what have they been not? playing for at the minute? It doesn't look like they've had anything exactly. to play for all season. Exactly. But that's, but that's part of that. So when it? it's official that there's the writing's on the wall and this season's over, but you could see you could see things get even worse, you know. I do think after this Forest game, if we lose, you could see things get very, very worse. Yeah, but fuck that. They need to not do. But they need to not do that because part of it isn't just the manager told me to take this step, left foot, right foot, breathe in, breathe it's the out. The manager's job to I, keep players no, I get that, them. and obviously on, in a bigger picture, long term, if you want to be successful, you have to have a manager that the players are buying into. But just because we've not got anything to play for and we don't like the manager, we're just going to be shit for six months. We've already seen him do that once. I'm not saying I, that should be I know, the way I know you're is, not, and I'm, just, I'm disagreeing with the fact that they, it should even be an option for him. And, and I know that it is, because we've seen him do it. I'm not even disagreeing with you. I just think it's like that at some point, just fucking don't do that. It's like the Atletico game under Ralph Rangnick. As soon as we lost that game at Old Trafford, the players just went, no, nah, this season's done. 
Yeah. Like genuinely. Yeah. Like I've never they, seen they did. Like I a, agree. A, a less enthusiastic performance week in, week out about than we saw from those players. Other than um I think was it Ronnie who was still trying. Yeah, Fred was alright. Fred and Ronnie were like obviously um like Ronnie was just at least even if he's always playing for himself, he was at least trying to score loads of goals. Yeah. Um it, it was just like the players just went, Well, this manager's going, the season's done, we're not gonna win out, probably not gonna get Champions League. What's the point? Yeah. I, I I get your I get your idea, Maka that that could happen again, especially if not only do you lose to, to Forest, if you lose to Forest and you lose that FA Cup game, you're going to go into the derby in the worst frame of mind possible mm-hmm. and City will annihilate you. Yeah. And then you, 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 if you think your mood's bad getting knocked out of the FA Cup, getting battered 6 0 at the Etihad ain't going to cheer you up. Yeah. That's going to be like, I'll tell you what, this is great watching me England teammates dancing past everyone and banging goals in left, right, and centre. Loving this. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be horrible. It, it will be, and obviously if we play against Forest and you, we are as open and, and making the game so end-to-end as we have been and not control it in, it, in any um, sort of way, Forest, we could be we could very much lose that. And as I said, the way we play, is it, it makes every single match a coin flip. And out of the last... It does. It hundred percent does. It hundred percent does. I completely agree. agree. And I then, just don't and, think he's asking him to then, do this. And then this. every out of the last, and then uh, basically, it's like it's been, every single game is a coin flip just because it's end to end. We yeah, can see twenty like shots. That. We have twenty shots. May the best man win. That's how we play. And yeah. like that, you are not going to win long term playing but like that. The stats, you know what I mean? that's no the shots conceded. Yeah. All of our minds put together in terms of football knowledge are fuck all compared to Ten Hag and his backroom staff. They've been there, they've done it, yeah. they've won loads. McLaren's won a treble, he's won the, the league as a manager in, in Holland as well. Ten Hag's won the league three times, was top the fourth time before COVID ruined the season. He's got to the semi-final of the Champions League. Like, these aren't thick people. Us four, looking at it going, you really think you're gonna win the league or get to a team that can win the league? By, like you said, coin flip every week. You have 20, we have 20, whoever gets the most wins. That's shit. But he, he has to know that. He's not an idiot, is he? Sure, like, I, I get that. Like, so, it gets to the point for me where I think the only two options are, one, the players aren't listening and they've down tools, which, like you said, could, could be a terrible thing for the manager because that means he's going to go. Or that it's a sign that these players are capable and willing to do that for more than one manager, in which case they need to go. No. Or the other option is he's actually lost his mind and he's going... Just fucking, you have a shot, we have a shot. Like, he would have to have lost it. I think to a think lot that of that is, success. we haven't had consistency in selection for a long time. So then it's hard to work on patterns on the pitch, isn't it? Mm. But then you've got to have some sort of style running through everyone. I know. It doesn't seem to be that either, doesn't? And I feel sorry for him because last year we saw, look, it may not have been perfect every game, but we saw something. You know, we saw some sort of, yeah, we were so building that. towards some form of idea. And then when you bring Luke Shaw, Lissandro Martinez in and all these players, but bro, if they're not fit, you still have to get around it somehow. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it does been, feel, been it. It does feel like around. rinse and repeat with the same managers. Like what happens when, what happens when things go wrong at United? We see the same thing. We see young youngsters who don't mil- usually get a chance being thrown into the first team. Mm-hmm. We've seen players who are maybe not fully fit, but the manager relies on them being played anyway. We see that, we've seen it under Jose, we've seen it under Ole, we've seen it under Ralph Ragnick, and we've seen it again under Eric Tanag. It's like it happens every manager. Yeah, we see the same thing, the results start going wrong, players that probably aren't as good as other players are getting picked because they're listening to the manager, a youngster's thrown in because it's a young player and he's full of beans and he'll try his best, that goes in. Then the ones that you're relying on who might not be 100%, they get played anyway because yeah. you, you trust them and they're, they're better, even though they're not fit. It's like we, we see it all the time and it's not, 
It can't just be on Tanag. He's got to take responsibility. But there's something I know. This is an uh, you know argument everyone makes. But there's something fundamentally just wrong at yeah, this but, club. Yeah, but I would like there to, to be some joined up thinking, be, like growing over the next few months between the manager and everyone above him. Yeah. And see if that you know he's in negotiations with them and all those kind of things, and I'm fixing the problems that we have. Because yeah. you know, even if Ten Hag isn't a the guy, there's still a lot to be learned from him because he's been in place there for the last however long in yeah. terms of how to improve this. But also, we know him with a good structure and things. He's a good coach. Yeah. But then you just worry, has it gone too far? Well, I want to talk, yeah, talk more about that in a minute. Be, but before be. that, this so show is brought to you by Manscaped, isn't it, Jay? It is. And um, this is the biggest sort of seismic revolution yeah. in below the waist technology we have ever seen yeah. because I don't know about you but I have been waiting for this yeah. since I was born I haven't seen this much change below the waist since Wallace made the wrong trousers fantastic yeah, exactly yeah that was technology this is a step above that it is the lawnmower 5.0 ultra coming with the performance package 5.0 ultra and using the code devils20 you can get 20% off and free shipping on that bad boy right there I mean, it's the, the fifth the generation. And don't worry, because when you hear about things yeah. changing, it's new, it's developing, you think, well, what about the things that I love? Yeah. What about the crop preserver? What about the crop toner? What about the boxer briefs? What about the shed travel bag? What about yeah? all that, Jay? What about all that? Yeah. Don't worry, you've got all that. Okay. Don't panic, yeah? The things that you love and trust are still there, yeah? yeah? But you've also got the biggest advancement in technology well, we have ever seen. Not just in below the waist grooming, actually, yeah. in life. In life. Well, the, the, the new lawnmower 5.0 has got two blades on it. Two? It's got the trimming blade to get th to get things I'm, down I'm, to a nice I'm level. Gonna, two? Two blades. Okay, no. Yeah. Right, <laughs> go on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. More, more than a, you, you see on at Bramall Lane at the weekend. Nice. Sheffield's yeah. <laughs> nine. Um, it's got the, the trimmer. So it's also nice. got the foil blade as well Jay oh it goes smoother gosh. than you could possibly imagine you can see your face in this bad boy do you know what when they when they came up with a multifunctional on off button yeah. I thought he peaked no. <laughs> I thought yeah hang on a minute you can turn it off and on yeah that you don't get better than that and yeah. now you're talking about two blades two blades this is unbelievable unreal o honestly and you're getting 20% off and free shipping when you yeah. use the code devil swear I mean there's a link in the description you know what to do <laughs> click on it your balls or thank you can we talk about Ajax because on Saturday night... <laughs> Why did you say that? Like, my last word had been Ajax. Can we talk about Ajax? No, because before that, if someone... Invisible takes segment. Takes out and yeah. slices back together. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, Because I was, I was so well. sad on Saturday night that, and I, I just I wanted some suggestion that Ten Hag was a good coach. I went back and watched the full 90 minutes of Ajax versus Real Madrid in 2019 in the Champions it's League. It's gonna hurt. You know who oh. was good then? Everyone. Donny van der Beek. Van der Beek yeah. Was four, it? 4 1 in the Bernabeu. Donny van der Beek kind of gets to the Hamburg team, bro. Donny van der Beek was great. 4 1 in the Bernabeu. Something Man United, I don't think, have ever done. We've never been Real Madrid by three goals away from home. Danny Welbeck has scored there, though. So yeah, you were there for that, weren't you? They dominated the game. Jamming they conceded a couple of chances, but you're playing against a team that had won, I think, three of the last That's four moment, Champions yeah. Leagues. But the difference in just watching the game, <laughs> the difference in how that team played, and I don't mean the tactics or who stands where, I mean. The work rate, the sprinting, the the speed you know of the team, the energy of the team. You it's said something absolutely about absolutely night and day to this United. You, side. What made me laugh is you were talking about this game earlier upstairs. Yeah, and you mentioned Casemiro in that game. Do you know what Casemiro <laughs> did in that game, which I hadn't seen him do? I didn't realise I'd not seen him do it, but when I watched that game, like, I didn't get booked. He sprinted. <laughs> He actually pumped his arms and pumped his knees and sprinted across the pitch. I thought I've not seen him do that. In you know why? Course. You know why? Because when he's playing in in a, in a better structured team 
with Modric and Cruz next to him. Maybe he has the energy to do that. Maybe because when he when he yeah, plays yeah. when he plays in this team on his own, where Ten Hag's left him in that single pivot, where his leg burns out after ten minutes, of course he can't sprint after yeah, that. Yeah, but, but all right then. So because you, you know what, Ten though. Hag for that, then you, know you have funny? to praise him for at least for what he did in that game and what he did in another game that I watched at the thirty-minute highlights. Uh, which respectfully, Ajax five respectfully, I'm not asked about what he did for Ajax. I'm asked about what he did for United. Respectfully, not because why did he get signed? But then he also deserves some credit for last season, though, right? In PE when he was twelve. He's only the United manager because of games like that. So you have to care about that a little bit. I just, yeah. I just, I just wonder. Like, I understand. I your wish point. Ineos came in like mid of last yeah, season. Yeah, or the just, start of last season. Oh yeah, mid last season. So we had him in the summer. Mm-hmm. I just wonder whether it's kind of in the Ineos's mind gone too far. Like they're looking at. It. I, I'm not I saying it has yet. But I, I don't. I'm not saying it should have. I'm just looking at where they're looking at it because the trouble you've got with Ineos as well is, unlike the Glazers, they're switched on as to what is going on in the football pitch completely. Dave Brailsford is at every game, home and away, yeah. and I guarantee Sir Jim Ratcliffe knows the score if he's not in a game anyway. He knows what what's happened. Was it a fan bandit? Yeah, the crowd, yeah. He, the crowd he's going to know, and he's going to give a shit. I reckon Dan Ashworth, that. Omar Barado, all these people back, they would have had. They working. They were working around football and around the league. They would have had preconceived ideas of Ten Hag, and yeah. what if they didn't rate? But some of them would have been good ideas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but City were linked with Ten Hag as well. Potentially, you know, if Pep was ever going to leave, City would. Yeah, yeah we're talking like everyone hates him and his shit, and he's going to get sacked. Well, that's not necessarily the case. No, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm saying that Ajax beating Real Madrid doesn't help Man United. But what you saw there, and what I saw there, is a coach who knows what tactics are. He knows how to not let. Real Madrid had a few chances, but of course they did because it's Real Madrid at home in the Champions League. No one's ever stopped them doing that. Even City, when they battered him, they battered him at the Etihad, you know, mostly. Like, there is a coach there that made a team of 21, 22, 23-year-olds dominate that game, physically, intensity-wise, tactics-wise, players running in behind, making runs, people actually finding him, first-time pass. Like, it wasn't a guess or an accident. I can't imagine he's forgotten what it is to have what, a team that, is, that, that plays what, good football. Do you think, though, was there any signs, like with that Spurs game, for example, was there any signs that this could happen? Well, maybe there was, but Because that Spurs game, obviously, the last minute winning from Lucas Moura, it's a, it's a bodybuild, but it's also, you got beat off, it was at home as well, wasn't it, off Spurs to get yourself knocked out of the Champions League. Was there any signs there, do you think, that yeah, the bit, but th- they won, this, they could, won, this could be a manager that things could, you know, he could struggle at some They point. beat Tottenham at Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. And I then know, they obviously yeah, lost yeah, at home. Yeah. And I think those sorts of games Because I was gutted about Spurs, beat, by the way, because I fancied I had to beat Liverpool. No, I fancied I had to beat Liverpool in the final. And Spurs didn't yeah. even bother trying. And, and the other game I watched was two years later with a different structure. They got Sebastian Allaire up front, big big striker, not the same as Tadic, who's a completely different player. And they beat PSV 5-0. I know PSV aren't Real Madrid, but this isn't just like two games he had. He won the league every year he was there. No, no, like, I wanted Ten Hag. I was with you. I just, when we were linked with Ten Hag and Pochettino, I thought it was a no-brainer for me. Has I think you've got to stick with him, you know. I do. I would stick with him. My, my, my concern isn't what people around the table would do. Let him get to the do. summer. It's what Have a bit of sun on his back. Have a few signings coming mm. in. I actually think the players might, Especially it might be better as well if the players knew this guy's not going anywhere. Fit. Mm. I think if you said yeah. to them, if you, like, I know he won't, but so if like Brailsford or Rashford, uh, Rashford uh, or Ratcliffe came out and was like, Ten Hag's going to be the manager next season. So I'm telling he, you now. If he, he's likely going to get to the end of the season anyway. Yeah, yeah. What if he ends the season quite incredibly poorly and we end up finishing sixth or fifth? Do you think in your stay with him? Because I don't think they do. Finish fifth. That'd be incredible. If he finishes fifth, he's probably promoted. Honest to God. Contract extension. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if if finish how fifth. they're doing things, though, oh, in nah, I don't. Because if, if they think of it as 
how is the manager making the, the, the players play and it's not very good, then he'll go. But if they're thinking of the playing staff and the playing team is a 40-man team or whatever, if you include some of the reserves and the coaches, a 40-man team that we need to get every 41, every 40 of those pieces correct. And you look at a handful or half a dozen or a dozen of the players and say, they aren't right. Regardless of the coach, this guy, this guy, this guy and this guy have got to go. Is it fair to sack the manager before you sort that stuff out? I think maybe if they look at it as a whole and say, could Ten Hag win the league? We've said this already, though. Ineos have come in and have made sweeping changes across the board. And the manager's the management job or the management role is part of that. So they will come in and they've, it's, if they've changed everything else above it, it, mm. it obviously puts a little bit of pressure on their thinking, is, is Ten Hag my guy? And that's what Omar Barada are going to think. That's what mm. um, Bellswood's going to think. They're going to be. The, he's the only actual change, though, Barada. Everyone else is new yeah, people in new positions. Richard Arnold's the only person that's left. Do you know? Because you would have seen know, it. Do you know? Deep down, right? If I'll be honest with you, I kind of, I kind of think they will stay with him. Yeah. Deep down, I think they will. No, no matter how he finishes the season, I, unless, I'm, getting, I'm getting the feeling. Unless, unless it's horrendous. Unless nah, it's like I don't, horrendous. I don't know. I think even if he finishes six, he might still keep. I think he'll still keep his job. Because every, because every successful team that you see, you feel like when you watch the team, it's almost like a representation of the manager. Do you know, like mm. their vibe and their character. I hear you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. You, I'm you not, don't. See, you've not seen. You don't see. This club, I, I, this club I wonder whether they look at it and go. This club has ruined so many managers. Yeah, and 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 he did say it, Ratcliffe in his interview, yeah, didn't he? He said eleven. We've been in the last eleven years. We've been through so many different coaches. Yeah, I know he said kind of whichever way you want to push the argument you can look at the, the quotes and skew them to that way of thinking but he did mention about the fact that you have to look at more than just the manager and I just wonder whether they going back to your Ajax point and Mac has made it as well the players the, as well the structure was there so you're getting the best because you've got a, a structure that works they might look at it and go look some of these transfers you shouldn't have been allowed to make them mm. but we're going to two things, could, two things could be true that's though. the only thing I'm thinking two things could be true you know what might be a sign that he hasn't gone mental he stopped playing Anthony. Mm. So maybe he's found his mind. Maybe he's all right. We're going out here. I think he's lost his mind. But he stopped playing Anthony. Even when our striker, one of our wingers isn't even at the club anymore in Sancho, and our other wingers had to play up front, he still didn't play Even when Omari Forsen comes off, child mm. Diallo goes on. Yeah. yeah like, you, you're sub, he's he coming him, off he your other sub. Right? But then not surely. playing Diallo is a bit of a, maybe he is mental. Yeah. Mm. Now, but surely he, I think he's probably pulled Anthony in a room, probably, and thought, "You're gonna make me sacked." Yeah. Yeah. Don't watch yeah. him in a so room. <laughs> pulled him in. Pulled a room. him off, and then and then I'll and just basically him. said to him, "You're gonna get me sacked." Maybe he has. Maybe he's nah, thinking that. But when everyone was fit, everyone, you know, people yeah, criticising for starting McTominay every week. <laughs> and then when everyone was fit, That's the didn't. sort of thing Fergie would say, like, yeah. you, you play that again, you're going to cost us all the title. Now, nah, but when he started McTominay, it's because he kept getting, he kept coming on and scoring. And, and nah, but he still hasn't seen that. He still stuck him in midfield. Stop being stupid, yeah, man. Yeah, and he's, he, you know he's done that? Because that, that's the what I said um, at the start of the pod. It's, he, he sees something that works that might not necessarily be his philosophy, and then he sticks with it because he hasn't been starting, man. If you're 1-1 in the 80th minute and you've got Scott McTominay or Anthony on the bench because there isn't fucking Aguero do you know, or do you know what? whoever sat on the bench. It's there. The, they are what? the option. The, the sad thing is, right? If everyone's fit, yeah. If Martinez is fit, if Hoyland's fit, if Shaw's fit, mm. if Varane, I know he's fit now, but if everyone's fit, I reckon we can see a better style of football. I reckon he's yeah. got a point. But yeah. the issue but is, the issue is, you never get that scenario. You no. never get That's that scenario. You never get that That's scenario where you're gonna have all these players fit. Like Martinez is a. Ma I think I, I think agree. you would. I think you would. No, I, that's in possession. No, the, the the issues that we see with United when we watch them out of possession, where they're being massively open. You've got the forwards pressing high with the defensive line dropping deep, and you've got huge gaps, and you've got Casemiro having to cover 
a lot more distance. I know. And he I can hear, cover. I think like, that's that nothing to be resolved by just playing that's, regularly together. That's yeah. nothing to be personal. And, uh, though, but but sometimes in a team defensively, you've got like so many different but, changes. But also so defensive defensive things. A lot of them are just based off repetition. And doing things over we've and over. When you're chopping and four, we've had about twelve different centre back parties. It's true, but I we've had about five ball. different left backs. But do you think on the ball think he wants them to play like right. that? So with this massive so gap between strikers. So this is what I think. Well, I, it, we've seen it week in week out on the ball with Martinez Shaw playing. We're ten times we're ten times better and ten times more likely to control a game and, and be better in that in that way because they're better. They're the, probably two of our most progressive and most technical footballers. So without them, we are going to struggle. Building up and keeping possession, that is right, would be better in that instance. But the stuff that you're seeing out of possession, where like there's huge gaps everywhere, um, everyone's doing, seems to be doing different jobs. You don't look like there's any sort of unison and, and you've got like Fulham players just running 4v3 on our defence all the time. That, that's nothing that to do with personnel. That's that to do bad with that fit though, was it? It wasn't that bad. Like last season, yeah, we beat Liverpool, Barcelona, not City, Tottenham. Old Trafford, especially. Our home record like, last season. Like, was you, know, we beat the, you know, we beat the, the European champions at Old Trafford. Do you know Fulham, what I mean? I'm not Fulham, saying it was perfect. I'm not. I'm not we, saying we got outplayed by Fulham. Saying, I know, but I'm saying now injuries as well. I know, they made but I'm six changes on the weekend with injuries. I know. And I hear still, that. Still look I hear that. I just feel like my point is, I'm not even. I'm not saying everything's rosy when everyone's fit. It's not. I'm saying it's not a little bit of an argument where he has got a point in the sense of he's missing when he's missing these key players. Is when he's missing so many players. It is affecting what he's and trying another, to do. That's my point. Not as well as saying it's acceptable to be like Fulham run for your midfield at Old Trafford. In a dream world, we'd have. Two players as good as Martinez, or three. No, yeah. We'd have a Luke Shaw on both sides. We'd yeah. have, you know, a Ho two Hoylands. You know what I mean? Like the players yeah. who are good. Most teams don't just have one. No. City have usually got five centre backs in the squad. Any of them can rotate and come. We've got about out. twelve midfielders. Now, that's one issue in terms of our recruitment, where we've got one good version of about five positions. And then a half decent version of three, and a shit version. of That the comes football. down to United though as well, because we've allowed him to buy. Anthony, for example. Yeah. We've allowed him to do that, so now he's kind of tarnished with that. You know, like if that was a signing made by Dan Ashworth and Omar Barada and the lads. Well, that would worry me more. But you, I think you would know, but you kind of go, you can't blame the manager for that. No. But when he's tied to him, and you're like, that's the manager's what, guy. What, it's even worse. What are the comments saying? Yeah, Cameron S, who's been a member for 41 months, which is sensational. Thank you, Thank Cameron. you Cameron. He says, we've seen- been alive that long. We've no. seen- That's before we had the channel. Yeah, we've seen Ten Hag, I don't know what he's a member of. Uh, we've seen what Ten Hag does under a good structure. Ajax, he needs a chance to do that at United. I'd lose my mind too under that structure. Uh, mm. Nath Doc says, have you seen enough to keep Ten Hag? If yes, why? For me, I did no. last season. Signing style, tactics, decisions, not good enough. Um, I think, for me, I think I have. Um, but not this season. But not no. this season. No, I completely agree. Because um, you know what you've got to be careful of because it's not it's not worked under a, obviously we know the structure's bad and it's not worked under a lot of managers even better pedigree than Ten Hag. It that can be true, but Ten Hag could also end up being just maybe. Not good enough. No, I can hear your point. It can still be. You can't, you can't be like, but oh, because it's not worked with other managers with better pedigree, even though Tanag is not good enough. enough. We, we, we I, still I, I have to no, you know think of it from a scientific yeah. perspective and you go, right, we're testing to see if we've got this trace of whatever in, in these test tubes, and then someone spills the fucking tomato soup in all the test tubes. You, you also can't say, well, we know it's not there either. The problem is, the problem is, we don't know. 
As in, what happens if there's a bar? We're, we're trying to, we're, <laughs> start, don't you know? we're trying to detect S- for a good manager. Yeah, that's sorry. what we're trying to do. Yeah, As yeah. a football team, we're trying to detect is this guy a good manager? Yeah. Yeah. What's in the What's in the thing? Some it's test sperm. tubes. Right. Some test tubes. Ten hog sperm is in some test okay, tubes. Right. Okay, You're taking a sip of each one. Right. Uh, okay, yeah. That's not part of the thing. That's just your choice. Oh, okay, yeah. But if you're trying to accidentally touch my nose, whether Ten Hag is a good manager or not, yeah, you're saying you can't say that he is just because the structure above him is bad. Right. I but hear that. I get that. You also can't say that he's not just because the structure above him is bad. Right. Like that's it, not we quite can't say. That's not quite what I'm talking about. So what did you say then? You <laughs> said that you can't say. You said. You said. Man, because have you said all that anyway? No, let me I don't know what's going on. Let, Professor Weetos over here. I don't know. Let me explain. 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 Because we've been through a lot of managers that have even better pedigree yes. than him that have also struggled under yeah. Richie. But also a lot but of those that, managers but, didn't perform as well as but, he did last but season. That can, but the thing is, just that still doesn't absolve him of if you see right now what he's doing of him yeah. doing things that are poor in terms of his management. I know, but he, can still, he can still be not good enough, you know what I mean? He could be the best manager yeah. in the he world, can't. but we'd never get to see it because of the structure but above him. So you can't say it one way, nah, but I can't. agree, but you also can't say he must be shit because everything's been shit. Because we don't know either way. Do you? Uh, do you believe in him? He might be a product huh? of his I environment. Believe I, I believe he should get till the end of the season and see where we end up. I think do you know what I mean? Reasonable. But from what I'm concerned... It's not even not about where we end up. We have to see... We have to see something. some shit I mean, going on. Just, like there's improvements yeah. being made. Even if it's it just positivity's building. I, I feel like we, we've lost... A, like The fans don't care anymore, man. I felt it. Just, it's just... I really want Tanakh to do well, yeah, but I... I, I don't ever remember like going there like fucking can't wait to go watch this team no. and I'm, the I'm, fans I'm, being up for it and that. it's been a long I was, time I was saying to you I'm scared taking my, my lad or my daughter to the game <laughs> honestly because I took I took my lad to Bayern Munich we got knocked out of Europe not even we didn't even make the Europa my, my youngest went to Bournemouth for a birthday and we got beat 3-0 mm. I mean it's, it's terrible do you know mm. what I mean it is it is terrible because can I ask you because when you're watching United we can be caught and you see yeah. us being as open Mm-hmm. As we are, and it's balls. I love it. D- you love it. Let him finish. Let him finish. Does that fill you with with confidence? Like no. when you're seeing stuff like no. you're playing Amari Force and with Diallo, and you're seeing week in week out, we're conceding twenty shots to teams that are incredibly poor, mm-hmm. uh, teams that we should be beating. Um, does that instill you with confidence? No. Have you seen anything this season from a start? Then I also know he didn't want he didn't want Maguire in his team every week. I also know those kind of things. You know what I mean? I don't think he planned on. A lot of these things that are happening with the players that we've got at the moment, yeah. I just I just feel that like uh, you could like you can't, there's so many injuries to this team, man. It's, uh, it it does it does make a big di- yeah. like you know he didn't want Maguire starting every week. Yeah. He wanted Lindelof. Ideally, yeah. would have been a backup he defender. Must, he He's must have left had a, back. He must have had a plan for Mason yeah. Mount, who we've not seen anything of yeah. at all. Yeah. Like he must have wanted. Yeah, we could have just got him on I, a free. I, I that's what I mean. He must have thought I want Mason Mount for a reason. Yeah, and that reason enough. wasn't to just like, be people, in like, the physio room. One of our topics yeah. here was: Are we relying on Hoyland? We've got one striker, bruv. Mm. Wow. Like we've literally got one striker. Just and it's like he said that because he was getting grief the other day when he off someone for like sticking with Martial. Like, why did you stick with Marshall? You must have seen, like... Yeah. And he was like, well, it's almost like, I've, I haven't got a choice. I haven't got money. Say, like, yeah. You know what I mean? I brought in, brought in Weghorst last season mm. because he was mm. cost now. I've seen people saying they'd rather have him back. Jesus. No, no, let's not... Let's not... Let's us go not... Go ahead, go ahead, To your mind. point there, when I see that happening, I think something is 
terribly wrong with how United are playing. I, I, I don't look at it and like it. You literally weren't happy when, you still weren't completely happy when we won, won those four or five games. Well, you still came no, in and no, was like- No, exactly, yeah. That's the thing, I'm not, I'm not like, so it's like blind and deluded to thinking, oh, we won, we must be amazing. I think the, 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 the only good part of that run was the first half against Wolves where I thought we were excellent. And other than that, it's been really hit and miss. But the problem that I have is, I don't think he's asking them to play exactly the way they're playing. And obviously, maybe that's a lack of ability to play how he wants them to, a lack of understanding, which is on him, he has to teach it, a lack of willingness, again, he has no to create an environment. Me. But I don't think they are executing his plan to the way he no wants it to be done. He, it can't be. After no. the game, when he was like, everything's really positive on that. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I know you are paraphrasing. But he suggested like- Everything's good, even the scoreline. Things are really positive and it's like, Either you've had conversations and there's been things going on behind the scenes which lead you to feel that way, mm. and correctly so, or you're trying to pull the wool over everyone's eyes and your teams included and hold this together for as long. And if it's the latter, there's no way back. We're all cool, yeah. aren't we, boys? We also like each other. I think he's, he's doing that to yeah. the players almost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah. you were yeah. 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 This is really positive, isn't it, lads? Like, yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. He's almost sort of. Pretending to them, I do like I do sympathise with him a bit though because I, I get the, the thing about tactics and whatever. But you've got certain players who have just been have been awful. Lately. Yeah, you got, that's you That's what I said. Too, yeah. to true. We've got players that are underperforming and not good yeah. enough, and then you've got stuff that are wrong. Stuff that you can definitely you know I mean? point at a manager, so, and other stuff that you go. It's like the injury. It's like we've used the injury as a, as a thing. I know some of the injuries have been contact, but there's been a few muscle injuries that we've had. Yeah, can you kind of realise that sometimes? Obviously, they've been question marks about the intensity of training, but I'm, I, don't, I don't think that's the issue. But playing this like proper vertical transitional style where it's, as I said before, as we have a go, you have a go in the game just like this, as a basketball game, cannot not contribute to, to muscle injuries as I well. Can't Do you know what I mean? He doesn't so, see it though. That's the thing for me. You watch him and you watch his career. He's not an idiot. He's not someone that doesn't get it. He's not just like, I get, I agree. And this is the problem. Mm. We, me and you agree on everything but the last sort of 15% where you think this is a reason why he's probably not up to it. And I think there has to be something else going on here. Maybe it's just me being deluded because I wanted to support him, but I can't imagine he wants Casemiro playing in a fucking 150-yard, 40-yard box where no one else is in it. Surely you don't think that's a good idea. Uh, we've got loads know. of super chats. Go, on, go, go for the super chats yeah. before we wrap up. Matthias yeah. Anderson says, if not Ten Hag, who do you want to see appointed? Will we go through that on Uncensored yeah, tomorrow? To so make sure check you check out that out. video tomorrow. Aaron Murr says, uh, hope all's well, lads. Me, Steve and nah. Adam in Dublin for the Paddock Match Legends. Met, oh, sorry, met Steve and Adam for the Paddock Match Legends. What do you Shout think you. of the Ten Hag out clowns? Well, the thing is, I I can see how you get to that conclusion. I just don't I've get to that conclusion I've got mates who are Ten Hag out. Yeah. And they're not, you can't say they're not United fans. A lot of them are season ticket holders. Yeah. And they've, they've had enough. Yeah, you need to get rid of that like, travellers and all. Sometimes I, I, I like, if, if you ain't blindly, blindly yeah, like, backing the manager. Well, not, this isn't MUTV. Like, if, if people have given up, I get it. Then you're a clown. No one likes watching your team lose 10 games at home or whatever it's been. No. I mean, yeah. that geezer phoned in talking about Gary Palace's package. Yeah, yeah and that was class. That was, class. That was the best thing MUT ever did. <laughs> Nathan Dock says, how many have Ten Hag signings have we got to replace? Well, how many play? Two. Three, sorry. Hoyland, yeah. Onana and Martinez, that's it, isn't it? Oh, Casemiro. Yeah. Do you know, but as, as I said before, the, the, the loss on the weekend did kind of hurt us with the injury argument. Yeah. Because Fulham came to Old Trafford and they But they that had, doesn't mean that they we had, they, had, they had just as many injuries as we had and still looked like a better team structured in with, than us. Uh, Levi Pegler, or Pay, Payler, I don't know if it's a silent G, says, if we sack Tenag, the players will think that uh, 
nice one. We can work hard for a year under the new manager and give up as well. No, I, I hate that suggestion make because sure they know their, people their act like this was the same squad for Van Aal and Mourinho and Moyes. It's not. Mm. Well, who are the same players? Ma Martial, no Rashford, one. Shaw, Bruno. They've played under a handful of them. Maguire. Exactly. Maguire. Mm. Two of them have been our best players over the last 10 years. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's flawed, isn't it? But I get the... I, as well, people look but for I things... I do think the culture's... People look for things club. that's like a constant throughout all that. I was a constant. Yeah, Maybe I blame you, personally. Oliver de Malare yeah. says... Doubts on Ten Hag's in-game ability to adapt persist, even within your signings. Injury challenges loom. Can he adapt when it's crucial? Are you confident? Them injuries are a problem. Or yeah. He's in-game management. Has left I'd have to look deeper into that. Because like, season. Lissandro Martinez having some six-foot, 18-stone geezer land on his knee isn't because of training. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's some injuries where you're very unlucky in some way. That was brutal that. Yeah. the yeah. one player that we definitely needed <sighs> and he comes back and then that happens yeah. and again it's like I said before it, it's sad by the time he comes back we've only ten, got one ten, defender ten, 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 who can do that honestly uh, the big Lebowski uh, Lebrowski actually nice. says lads uh, it's Tottenham can any of you list even ten good performances under Ten Hag in the whole time I mean it would take okay. a while but I, I, I think I could uh, the whole time he's been at the club even when we win we look dreadful that I would agree to a certain extent this season last season wasn't perfect by any means and there was a lot of bad performances but I do think there was some there was a lot of good ones also if you win City like you beat Liverpool at home you're buzzing yeah. you might look at the game and go actually we rolled our luck a little bit and it was a little bit more counter-attacking than you liked and De Gea yeah. was just hoofing the ball up but you won so I you don't play very well against City you don't, last season yeah you don't like we backed Tottenham that was a brilliant performance last season Tottenham was the best Tottenham last yeah. season was perfect in every way yeah that's, see that when you see that I think right the atmosphere was mint he, that's, more, that's what he wants yeah. that is achievable we just need to work on repeating it anyway um, right big Wally thank the you week. oh yeah Wally of the week we've got to do it Christina um, Millian why I saw your tweet I'm she broke my heart man yeah why Pionto Arsenal game <laughs> Christian Millen went to an Arsenal game. The amount of times I watched Dip It Low video. <laughs> Not just watched, watched it either. Yeah. Filth. Um, red Rocket, Red Rocket. Who are you going with, Ronnie? Uh, can I go with uh, Liverpool fans? Okay. Say no more. Just collectively. Collectively. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to see that your just, time in the club has affected your it, attitude it, towards them. It's just. <laughs> no, nah, but it's, it's, their, it's, the, it's their reaction to. How them winning a Carabao Cup compared to what they said when we won it last last year? Mm. Strange people. Yeah, I agree. Um, probably just Chelsea, innit? I was gonna say man's, because man's it's not even similar. Because like, they fucking had so many chances to win it. Yeah. I don't even blame Poch personally. Oh, I do. Do you? I don't. Yeah. I, I, he put a team out that had like seven very good chances against Liverpool. Oh, One of you fuckers has got to put the ball in the back of the net. Like Conor Gallagher should have scored three goals uh, by we'll go himself. With, we'll go with him now and go with Conor Gallagher. We'll but just, like, come on, can someone stop Liverpool? Conor Gallagher was Chelsea's best player. He was, he was, but he should have won him the game and he didn't and he couldn't. <laughs> like if you got, if, if you have three big chances and you don't score any, yeah, you no, can do, you know what? do you know what? Do you know what? I'm not even going to the game. it's these people, right? After a League Cup game, come out with insane statements about people, players. He must be the best ever. Yeah. That game doesn't prove anything. That doesn't show you that he is. If you believe that, fair enough. Yeah. But come on, man. People get. Who's in. yours? Um, I, I, uh, Someone in the Republican Party or something. Nah, By the way, if I, I got a ticket, I'll use a lot of pain. You up? 
I've got a ticket or you've got a pen. I'll just, yeah, just anyone. Lee Anderson. Wally of the Week. Why not? Use free. What? That's Wally. Wally of the Week. What about Wally of the Week is you for not buying a parking ticket that finishes after the fucking podcast? Maybe because they're they're not like two hours parking or something stupid. Why do you always park on the street? I'll give you five. Because the car park I usually park in is full of fucking builders and stuff. If you need a five, Ronnie says I'll lend it. I'll give you a five. You've got that money on you, haven't you? That you keep (laughs) flashing around. Give him that money. Huh. He's always waving this around. Oh. Right. Do you know how long he's had this? He's had it about sheets. six months. Give it him. Right, there Put that to the light. Right. <laughs> That's going to be all from us. Thank you for joining us. This has been the Paddock Podcast. Make sure you check out Manscaped. The link is in the description. Use the code DEVILS20 for 20% off and free shipping. You still owe me 50 quid. For what? Uh, if flat, I get a ticket, 60 quid. See you in a bit. Sports Social Podcast Network.